Good afternoon, ladies and gentlemen. As you can see, after a long day of prayer in the Lafayette Square in front of the White House, it was a brutal day today. The heat is incredible. But I also have to tell you that the, the anointing and the prayer in front of the White House was very, very, uh, how should I say, um, haunting to me. The, the uh, crowds of people, uh, mostly they're foreigners and not e even, you know, constitutional or, or, or Christian people and understanding the foundation of our nation. And there's so much profanity, so many swears and dirty words and, and, and protesters that are speaking in, in a language that I don't understand. I'm really surprised at my president, Joe Biden, that he allows such profanity in front of the White House, right on the grounds and then down the street with homeless people. It's really a disgrace, America. You need to bring somebody back to this White House that has a respect for the White House, has a respect for the land around the White House. We come to pray. We've got people yelling dirty things like the size of someone's you know what and the color of their skin and the race and interfering with our prayer, and who has the serious, serious commitment to the people of the United States of America. So I ask you here, look at this beautiful Capitol. The Capitol was breached. I pray now, Lord Jesus Christ, on the end of this, this prayer, a few days here, that we remember the Capitol, remember, remember the Moses Law, remember who we are, dear Lord. I ask you now to pray favor on this Capitol. But I understand you, Lord. I understand if it's not your will because the people aren't calling on you, they're not seeking you, they're not seeking your face, they're not praying for you. They're godless, they're disregarding, they don't understand that without you, God, it's not going to happen. Without you, God, this capital's not going to be here. Just think, the, the January 6th insurrection. What if it was an insurrection that came from the sky? What if it was an insurrection that came from a missile? What if it was a torpedo from the water because Russia is in invading our, our waterways? America, we have judgment against us. The, the Lord protected us. The Lord built this capital, and he can take it away like this in a matter of a second. So I'm calling on America again. Lord, please, Lord, forgive us. Forgive the American people for their sin for alienating you, for forgetting you, for not counting on calling on counting and calling, calling on you to help us restore America. The people have become complacent. The immigrants that came to our country destroyed this country. And I'm not talking about because of their color or their language, because we didn't make them learn and enforce the rules and regulations to teach them the English language. We didn't in install in them the biblical principles of our constitution, but the Bible is key importance. We were born as new Israel. Moses' law is in this capital. So I ask you now, American people, I'm demanding you to pray with me and remember what this Independence Day and this Independence Weekend's about. It's not about drinking alcohol. It's not about partying. It's not about cookouts. It's about the independence of America from Britain. It's about the 13 colonies. It's about our freedom. Did you forget it? Because let me tell you something, Americans. You have to have forgotten God and the fact that the freedom came from him because we are out of order. America is out of order. There's no more, there's no more how should I say, um, oversight. Nobody's checking nothing, nothing. They're not checking the restaurants. You see rats and cockroaches in the restaurants. They're filthy, dirty, and disgusting. 
people. They've brought all their ways of living in these third world countries to America. And it's got to stop. We need rules and regulations to apply for a visa to come to this country. We need rules and regulations to become a green card holder and a citizen of this country. Not just because you put up money and you become a citizen. You have to sign, like they say, an oath. Like they sign an oath of office to uphold the Constitution of the United States as a judge or a lawyer or even a citizen of the United States who's supposed to report a violation of a constitutional rights of another citizen. We need an oath, a real oath, not just some signing paper and, yeah, I'm going to do it. No. America's been destroyed. One thing I do agree with, with Donald Trump, is that the immigrations of this country has destroyed America. We have no more America. You can't even get a phone call in Washington, D.C. That's not of a foreign language. I can't even understand them. You can't even go to a hotel and get service. They never show up. The streets smell like marijuana. The pot smoking everywhere. It's a disgrace. Please, Lord, I'm begging you, Lord, to take the judgment off our country. But I know, Lord, you're not going to do nothing. You're going to let this go because the people are animals. They're eating their life. They're eating themselves up. And you're sitting back, Lord, because we're not calling on you. So America and my people... A vote for me is a vote for you. But if you don't pray to God and you don't repent and you don't forgive yourself and ask God to forgive you for the fact that you forgot God, you forgot this nation, you forgot one nation under God and God will lead the way. So here's the capital. If you want to enjoy this capital and you want to be, how should I say, honored to be an American citizen and to say that's our capital, well, our capital is full of pollution. It's full of lies and deceit. It's full of fighting. It's full of anxiety. It's full of demonic powers. It's full of principalities that are praying against us. I really like the fact that the Democrats have come forth to protect the Constitution, which they haven't in so many years since the Kennedy days. I was so happy to see Nancy Pelosi saying a prayer. The Democrats have tried to move to the center, but I'm going to tell you, Democrats, I'm going to tell you now, if you go back to the left, which Joe Biden's now doing, you're going to lose this race. Because the Republican Party, they have a very powerful, strong cults pertaining to the issues that they're, they're challenging you on. And you, Joe Biden, I'm surprised at you, how you can even think to be president again in a second term when, God forbid, something happens to you, you're going to leave this country flat on its backside. And nothing's going to get done. We're going to be in a frozen position with an incapacitated president, an inability to perform. And you should be kind enough, sincere enough, and honest enough to say, citizens of the United States, I can't do this job to the best of my ability. And I also call out your vice president. She could never do your job, Joe Biden. And Donald Trump, if he becomes president of the United States again, you know what's going to happen. The vindictiveness is going to come. We're going to get nothing done in this country. I'm begging you, America. Please, America, give me a chance. Give me a chance. Listen to me. Pray with me. Pray the re restoration of favor on this White House. 
And over here, we'll go from the Capitol, we turn around and we go over here to the Supreme Court, the Supreme Court of the United States. Supreme Court of the United States with the affirmative action ruling. You know, people, let me tell you, affirmative action, it's another political football. It, it's not about a, a web designer uh, wants to write things on a website uh, because, because um, oh, uh, you don't want to have somebody that's, you know, gay or lesbian or whatever in, in your restaurant or in your, your business. Well, let me tell you something. When I walk into a restaurant without a jacket on and the requirements are to wear a jacket or a tie, they won't let you in the restaurant. Business owners have a right to serve who they want. They shouldn't do it offensively, but they should do it orderly. And if people don't want to serve certain people or certain customers, if somebody comes in the restaurant drunk and ugly or out of control, they have a right to remove them. It's a private business. Government has no business in the private business of the people, as they wish. Again, the Constitution, you're trying to overrule the Supreme Court. You can't do that, Joe. Supreme Court's the supreme law of the land. You know that. So the Supreme Court, why did they rule? Because the way the, 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 the law was written by your Democratic legal team was in accordance with the Constitution, if the loans were effectuated during COVID and people couldn't go to school because they couldn't get to school because the schools were closed, but they borrowed money to go there, yes, they should be relieved. But the students who took those loans prior to, prior to COVID, they had a period of time where they, they have a moratorium on their payments. They also got extra money from the government pertaining to subsidies because of COVID, like me and every other American that you sent checks to. How much more, Joe? How much more? And why aren't the universities and the schools responsible? They're charging so much money. You talk about regulating corporations and, 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 and Elizabeth Warren, I give her credit. She's fighting you know, big corporations and fighting for judicial reform and fighting to keep, you know, even she stated now, about term limits with Nancy Pelosi. It's, it's amazing. Democrats, we got to move forward to the center. we got to show America that we're for the people. We're not a right-wing party of Democrats that are crazies off the wall and only interested in, you know, political footballs. And the Republicans, the same. you got to stop this bickering. you got to stop this cults. you got to stop following a leader who has nothing but problems and difficulties and troubles because he did it to himself, as Chris Christie says. Republicans, you need to come together. You need to get around a candidate, a candidate that has your principles and values and morals as the Ronald Reagan and, and, and the Republican days of George Bush. I know I was there as a Ronald Reagan gold, gold, gold medal award winner and a George Bush businessman of award winner and then being supported by Jesse Epps and Martin Luther in the day. I understand the civil rights of the people that are being taken away, and they're not civil rights just for color or just for, for religion or just for sex. They're using these things against you, America, and the behind the scenes, they're taking away all of our rights, our civil rights, our constitutional rights. It's got to stop, and I agree with term limits in the Supreme Court. They're out of control, and I'm the one that told Joe Biden that he tried to use it. He took it from my book. 
when I become president of this country, I'll create a board under the Supreme Court that review every case that comes across the desk that has to do with the constitutionality and the constitutional right of a citizen of the United States. And it's easy to rule. You study the law, and if your constitutional rights were violated by a judge or by a, a lawyer or manipulated or you were conspired against, then the case is thrown out immediately and nobody can prosecute you, period. And the judiciary has to be has to be looked at. The oversight is gone. The judiciary in this in the state, you can't even talk about constitutional law. They won't even hear it. The federal court judges, they don't even study the Constitution, only in very few states. They leave it all to the Supreme Court. Oh, we're not in the Constitutional Court. It's here in the Supreme Court. Supreme Court only takes 1% of the cases. So who's protecting the Constitution of the United States and the citizens' rights? No one. As I told you before, I have my own case in the 17th Circuit Court with Judge Davis, an appointed Republican judge, appointed by Ron DeSantis. Ron DeSantis, America, appointed a judge, a Republican judge, who after 12 years, 12 years of my child, my stepson being taken away from my wife and I, with a UK citizen, an illegal immigrant working in this country who utilized the system to try or got a passport and a citizenship illegally working for Regis Corporation, the big company, having a child with a woman and then dropping her off on the side and stealing the kid and applying for a citizenship. And after 12 years, we finally got it in front of the court after the state of Florida came after me for child support when I don't even have a child. And they're still coming after us, still demanding us. And for one year, one year, we called and called and called and wrote files, papers this big. They never answered one, one pleading, one motion, nothing. They're right, you're wrong. And this has got to stop with Daniel Imperato for president. There was a case down in Fort Lauderdale. The same court took them four years. Well, it's taken me 12 years. So now you know what the judge tells me on January when we file a motion emergency. He says, oh, call the hotline. Then the case closed, then it opened, then it closed, then it opened, and then there was a hearing, and then they didn't have a hearing. And then we, we filed papers, we filed registered mail, certified mail, signed, received, never showed up on the dockets, disappeared. The father of the child never responded to the services to him in his home or at his address. He evaded and usurped the power of the court and evaded the service. He's running around with my stepson who's now 16 years old, not a phone call, not a picture, not even going to the court properly since four years old, not even going to the court to ask the court to collect child support. He circumvented the court and went directly to the state, lied to the state, and instead of the judge seeing this and saying, Mr. and Mrs. Imperato, I'm going to have your child today call you and see you. No. Oh, we're going to have another hearing. He looked at the stuff and he said, oh, my God, there's a lot of paper here. Yeah, that's right, Judge Davis. You didn't read anything. And you denied a child to see his mom. And you were appointed as a Republican since four years old, now 16 years old. And you had a chance as a Republican who, who, who says he's a judge for the children, hugging the children in the pictures. And you can trust me, says Judge Davis. And instead of doing the right thing in that court, he postponed again to another hearing, 
to another hearing. After 12 years, we heard nothing, and all of a sudden, we finally hear the state comes against me, takes my money with no authorization, illegally. And then after fighting with the state, they moved it and baited and switched and moved it back to the court. And the only reason why the court opened up the case again was because the state was involved. Then they included the state on hearings that they weren't even a participant or a party to the case. Our judicial system is upside down. The government's right, you're wrong. The state's right, you're wrong. And Ron DeSantis, you're running a, a, a Ponzi scheme in your collections department who called me 250 times. It's a Ponzi scheme. You can't even run your own state, Ron DeSantis, and you want to run this country? I'm going to do everything in my power to make sure the next president of this country does the first thing, and that's revive prayer and restore the Bible and the Constitution in the schools, teaching our children what, who they are and what their inalienable rights are. And the second thing I'm going to do is I'm going to have an oversight. I'm going to have the most powerful oversight board to watch every penny spent of the American people's money. Not like Joe Biden. Oh, I just got this approved. Build back America. And Donald Trump. Oh, make America great again. Spend all the money. Where's the seven, $7 trillion Trump spent? What happened with the country? Can you see any change? Huh? No, the prices went up to the moon. The people can't afford to eat. Yeah, the corporations, the economy, it's the economy, stupid. You're right. You're so stupid that it's the economy, as they say. But the prices are so high, the restaurants are all closed. So, yeah, the corporations are making a fortune because there's a limited amount of people that continue to pay the high prices because they have to eat. But there's a shortening of supply pertaining to the ability to be able to go to a restaurant because they're all closed down because they can't afford the rents. They can't afford the food. The people can't afford to go to the restaurants. So the majority of the restaurants in this country are laundering money. Drug dealers laundering money. It's the biggest washing machine like the clubs. It's a washing machine. America, wake up. We need to band together, America, and we need to buy American. We need spending and show the world the power of the consumer in the United States. And we have to build back our factories and manufacturing. And, you know, they talk about security. They talk about, you know, IT and they talk about AI. We'll get into that tomorrow in front of the Pentagon when I'm there doing my speech. But I'm asking you, America, on the end of my prayer, two days prayer, I was very disheartened and saddened by the receptions of the people and the booze and the, and the throwing of soda and straws and cups and screaming and yelling dirty profanity, profane words. It's a disgrace. It should never happen in front of the White House. Yes, there's a freedom of speech, but there's a profanity and it's orderly. There's no more order in America. We are out of order. God knows it. I know it. And I hope you know it. And a vote for me is a vote for you. And a vote for you is a vote for me. And together we vote for God. And when God leads the way, he will restore this Supreme Court and have them held accountable for the monies they take and receive and the favors they get because they throw out the cases that they don't want to hear. And if there's a subsidiary board of advisors or judges that look at every case that comes across the desk to rule whether there's a clear and obvious constitutional right above and beyond a reasonable doubt, then it should be vacated. And anyone who deliberately de denies a constitutional right as a judge should be derobed. They should take them off the bench. The lawyers should be fired and their licenses should be taken away. We are out of order. So I ask you, America, 
please pray with me. If you pray with me, maybe and only maybe God will open up his ears and listen and bless us again because our blessings are gone. The anointing is not on the White House. It's the dark house. It's scary because there's no one there praying daily, reviving the Holy Spirit and thanking God for the White House and thanking God for our freedoms on this Independence Day weekend. It's all blah, 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 blah. And I challenge any one of these politicians, good looks and pocketbooks. The media is blocking me, NBC, Fox, CNN. Why won't you give me a chance? You've interviewed everybody and their mother that wants to be president of the United States. But I've been running as an independent since 2005, 2006, after Ross Perot. I am a staunch independent trying to get get this country in line and in order because as you stayed on the television, the two-party system's broken, that the independents need a third choice. Oh, you're going to do it with no names. Yeah, there's no names and there'll never be a name because no names is going to do nothing. It's the person who's going to do something. It's the president of principle, moral, integrity, honesty, trust, and due diligent pursuit of success, happiness, to protect your inalienable rights under the First Amendment of the Constitution of the United States and every other amendment of life, liberty, and the pursuit of happiness. So I ask you American people here in front of the Supreme Court to take your judgment and to vote like the judges do. Become your own judge and vote for the candidate that votes for you. I vote for the American people, and I will do nothing in my presidential days that will offend, alienate, or destroy the American people's ability to have food on their table, to increase their prosperity, and to give them a fair opportunity in life. You know, Joe Biden talks about the middle class. Yeah, yeah, right. You talk about it, Joe. But what have you done? Took the Treasury money for COVID and you're buying votes by giving money. Now there's no more money. Now you're promising the students and you're embarrassed because the Supreme Court and you're blaming it on the Supreme Court. It's not the Supreme Court. It's the fact that it wasn't shouldn't be. And you're now trying to overturn it because you told the people that they were going to get it. You gave them candy and you took it away. Joe, it's not right. You don't promise things that you can't keep. And I know you're trying to keep it, but your, 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 your judges and your, your attorney general should have known that the Supreme Court was going to throw this out because it wasn't written properly. And now you're going to try under another rule. I can't remember the name of the rule, uh, whatever, whatever the number is pertaining to going around another way because of, the, because of the education system's power. Joe, we need to help the American people, all the American people. And the first way to help them is stop wasting money in the White House. Stop the pork. Stop the pork. And get some control. It's out of order. Nobody's working. Nobody's watching the funds. Nobody's watching the money. You've got Buttigieg, a little boy from a mayor. He's a mayor in a small city. And you put him in charge of the most important transportation for the American people. Come on, Joe. Look at the transportation system. Look at what's going on. Trains falling off the tracks. Airplanes hitting each other's wings. Flights being canceled everywhere. Do you ever think that God's judgment's against the transportation department? I know you wouldn't think why. Because it's out of order. There's no oversight. 
There's no one strong enough and powerful enough to watch everything. I give Alejandro, the immigration's director, credit. He's doing a good job. He's fighting. He's a good man. But again, he needs more help. He needs strength to be able to navigate the immigrations at the border. But that's not the only thing at the border. It's coming in on airplanes. It's coming into America. When you, what, where's America? There's no more America. There's foreigners everywhere. We sold out this country. We sold out the country, America. We're living the way third world countries live. We're going in like Donald Trump said, we're becoming a third world. He's right. I don't agree with what he did. I don't agree how he did it. I don't agree with the fact that he used the White House for his own playground. And he shouldn't be president again of this country. And if he was a man of God and a real man of God, when I went to the church today, they were laughing about him holding the Bible. The priest said, yeah, I know, holding the Bible in front of our church. It was a disgrace. You can't con God. He knows everything. So I'm coming here again to close my day of prayer in front of the Supreme Court of the United States and here in front of the Capitol. And I ask you, Lord, I ask you, Jesus, if it's your will, give us favor again. You have all the power, God. You can open up these eyes of these people, take the scales off their eyes and the wax out of their ears. I ask you, Lord Jesus Christ, hold us up as a country. Show the people the way. Give them the discernment. Show up in their lives. Show up in their homes. Show up with their children and make them see the way because God leads the way. Happy Independence Day. Thank you, America. God bless the troops. God bless our country. And please enjoy the rest of the 4th of July. I'll be doing some campaigning here in Washington at the events and what have you. And hopefully we'll get some support in Washington, D.C. And um, only thing I can say is, Lord God, up above, if you want me to be your representative and you want me to sacrifice myself from an independent standing to a party so that I can be an independent Republican or an independent Democrat, and I have to sacrifice myself to do it, to get the ballot access that I need to win the White House, then please come in to me now. I ask you now, Lord, give me the discernment. Let me know now. I'm going to pray and pray and pray until you give me the guidance. Is it a Democrat or a Republican that I caucus with? Please, Lord. And the American people, please call me. Please write me. Please tell me what you think. Because to me... It's not party. It's principle. It's not party. It's person. It's not politics. It's the presidency. Thank you very much, Daniel Imperato.